0: It is reaccelerating. re-accelerating. Dashed beaded sweat from under his nose. We're losing it, sir. Callie demanded coolly. ETA of target to the gate? Five minutes. At two minutes, Farragut asked again. Deficit to intercept? Ten seconds, Jeffrey reported gloomily. Farragut hesitated, ordered. Push the missile. The resonant control signal went out to the Star Sparrow's guidance system. Bulk, fire control reported. Override bulk. Overriding eye! Distortion! Missile flame out! Star Sparrow is running dead! There would be no more acceleration for the Star Sparrow, no course correction. The missile sped on inertia. Deficit at fifteen seconds, sixteen, climbing. The young specialist turned his eyes up. We're not going to make it, sir. This is it. Barring miracles, it was all over. Done is done. Farragut could only watch and wait out the final minute. Wait, for what? For nothing, he hoped. John Farragut inhaled deeply. His chest felt full of heavy air, as if a gorgon swarm were sitting on it. He told himself it would be okay. In 54 seconds, Augustus would be laughing at him and asking him to explain why he opened fire on an unarmed, manned vessel, and John Farragut would be feeling ridiculous. He never imagined wanting so badly to be ridiculous. He searched for Jose Maria on deck. "'Wanted to say to him, here's to Augustus laughing. "'He felt a presence immediately behind him. "'A touch, a breath on his hair, a kiss on his cheek. "'And he was angry. "'A line crossed and never expected. "'Farragut's hair prickled, face burned. "'He did not appreciate the gesture, and the timing stunk. "'It pissed him enough to snap around from the face of imminent judgment "'and demand, "'What was that?' Augustus held his thumb and forefinger against his opposing palm, flipped a quick word in American Sign. Later. John Farragut felt himself go wide-eyed. Tough to scare, he was suddenly profoundly terrified. Later never comes. He stared into bottomless eyes. Crushing the tremor out of his voice, he commanded quietly, Now, I think. Because he sensed Augustus had no intention of ever explaining that. For all Augustus' talk of the immutability of time, Farragut got the feeling Augustus did not expect one or both of them to be here thirty seconds from now, and that had been an end-of-the-world stunt Augustus need not live with for more than thirty seconds. His eyes were suddenly not blank at all. Always, when plugged in, Augustus' eyes became vacant hollows, the thoughts racing deep inside. This time, they looked back, aware, omniscient. The Patterner had taken in all, synthesized all the minutiae, and saw what he had not seen before in this moment. Farragut stared at him. You just recanted, saw the answer in his eyes. Mundi terminum ad propin quantae. Now that we are approaching the end of the world, John Farragut, your individual existence is a statistical miracle. We are, Each and every one of us, highly improbable, a a one-in-a-million-event at conception. History turns on a space big enough for angels to dance on. I do stand by inevitability. But inevitability works on a macroscopic scale. Macroscopic events are inevitable. The blizzard will come. But the when, the where, and the unique shape of each snowflake is a function of chaos. One breath out of place, and that one singular snowflake never forms. I mistook us for macroscopic. Intuition is subconscious knowledge, and while logic says changing history is impossible, intuition says there are things beyond my ken, and you are a patterner, John Farragut. You know. You know. And you're right. You are chaos. I won't explain later, because there is no later. There is no earlier. There is no time at all. Simply put, it was miraculous knowing you, and that was goodbye. So said the eyes. Aloud, Augustus answered with an ironic near smile. I still think you're an idiot. But Farragut understood him as clearly as if he'd spoken all of it. I'm right the floor of the world kicked out from under it this was the end of the world he knew